HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. And we are back with Heritage Radio Network's on-tour coverage of Slow Food Nations in beautiful Denver. I am Hannah Forden, and we're really excited to continue our interviews for the day. Um, first, we want to thank our sponsors, Hearst Ranch, the Julia Child Foundation, and the lovely, incomparable Julie Schaefer for helping to make our coverage possible. Um, I'm really excited to start talking with our next guest, Alon Shia. Hi, Hannah. Hi, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So, um, Alan is a New Orleans-based chef and restaurateur um, and the founder of Pomegranate Hospitality. His restaurants include Saba and Shia. In uh, March No longer Shia. No longer Shia. Excuse me. Just Saba. Just Saba. Fabulous. But soon to be Safta. Yes. Well, we'll talk more about that soon. Um, and... Earlier this year, Alan published his debut cookbook, Shia, An Odyssey of Food, My Journey Back to Israel, which is part memoir and part cookbook. Um, he's been named Best Chef South by the James uh, Beard Foundation and Best New Restaurant in 2016, and is on all sorts of lists for influential chefs, and everyone's talking about Don't pay chef. attention to any of that okay, stuff. Okay, don't, don't read the list. Yeah, just throw them all away. Okay. So, first off, very exciting. As you Thank mentioned, you. you are opening a new restaurant here in Denver. Yeah. So tell us about that concept and what it's been like to work in a totally new city. Sure. Yeah. Well, we started Pomegranate Hospitality back in October uh, when I left Shia. And, um, you know, Pomegranate Hospitality was really built off of one mission yeah. and a set of core values, nine core values that we have for our company. And uh, seven months after we started Pomegranate Hospitality, we opened Saba, and we were able to put our philosophy and our mission and our values to, to work. And it's been a dream come true. It's been a change in the way that I've operated, and I've been in this business since I was... 14 years old, uh, you know, I've been doing it my whole life. And this is really the last, I would say, nine months have been, I think, the most impactful and the most powerful for me um, because we've been able to kind of look at it from a lens that I think is more wholesome and more sustainable. And when we opened Saba, we already had our executive team in place, a lot of... Um, our amazing people that I worked with uh, throughout the years uh, came to join us. Uh, chef Zach Engel, uh, Kara Peterson, who's our chef de cuisine at Saba, 
Jessica Retief, who's our general manager at Saba, uh, all came. And we really built something, I think, very special. I think that we're just getting started. We're learning a lot. And our next chapter is Safta in Denver. And a lot of people have asked, why did we decide to come to Denver to open a restaurant? And I think the simple answer has really been because we're investing in our happiness. Uh, Our team um, loves it here. My wife and I love it in Colorado and love it in Denver. I love the optimism here. I love the entrepreneurial spirit here. I love how people are nice and welcoming. I have noticed that. Yeah. It's refreshing. It's really, really nice to be around people that that I think... um, just believe in kindness. And so we felt like in a lot of ways that we fit in here. So now we get to split our time between New Orleans and between Denver. And I'm not mad about that. No, that sounds great. Yeah. That sounds like the best of both worlds. And I'm curious because um, obviously your food is through the lens of Israeli cuisine. um, And I'm curious kind of how you're to the way that you approach your menus in two different cities because New Orleans obviously has a very distinctive regional flavor and influences and then Denver is a totally different climate, totally different history. So I'm curious how you're looking at that. Yeah. Well, you know, in New Orleans, we kind of approached the menu at Saba by really kind of paying respect to um, recipes that we have been cooking for years, uh, like our hummus tahini, our lutenitsa, our Moroccan carrot salad, our, uh, you know, matzo ball soup with duck broth. These are all things that uh, I grew up eating. I grew up cooking with my family. Uh, And then we were lucky in New Orleans. We took over this restaurant and they had this charcoal grill. And so we were able to repurpose that and really cook in a style that's very similar to Israeli street food. Mm. Um, with, called shishlik, where they take all these meats and fish and uh, marinate, them, marinate them in spices and cook them over hot coals and serve them usually alongside salatim like, like tahini and tabbouleh and labna. Uh, and, and so when we looked to opening Safta in Denver... You know, it's definitely a different climate. There's mm-hmm. different seasons, different resources. Uh, I've been looking for shrimp swimming around out here, and I haven't found any yet, like we have in, in Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there are. Um, there are. I hear Rocky Mountain oysters. <laughs> there are Rocky Mountain oysters, and there's there's a lot of like lamb just walking around. You know, you could just kind of like make friends with one and take it home. And uh, so we're going to really base our menu here based off the local resources mm-hmm. and based off of the different seasons. Like right now, there's fresh cherries everywhere and there's mushrooms everywhere. And, you know, there's bison and there's all this great stuff that we don't get in Louisiana. And so I think that, um, you know, our menus will be different. But what we want to do at Safta is really kind of highlight some of the dishes that through the years we've cooked that people have really fallen in love with. The whole roasted cauliflower is making a comeback. The Persian rice with cherries and sunflower seeds is making a comeback. The uh, pomegranate braised lamb shank with whipped feta and fresh figs. 
One of our new lamb friends. Yeah, I met this this buddy. His name is Lammy, and he had two shanks <laughs> that he was willing to give up. And and so we're we're having a good time. And I think that for us, it's it's more about putting a focus on the culture of our company and the value system that we've put into place and how that really kind of uh, works its way into recruitment and interviews and evaluations and how we set up our systems every day to create a safe and comfortable work environment for everybody. I love that. And and you mentioned that you um, have like, you said nine sort of values. Culture. Yeah. Uh, yeah values that we've yeah. set up for our culture. I'm really curious about that because obviously like the restaurant industry is going through much needed changes and I'm, I'm curious like how, what are those values and, and tell us more yeah. about them. Yeah. So the, the change has to happen. Yes. It has to happen in every industry. And uh, what we have to do is put a focus on our team. And our, our mission is that we'll put our team members first. Uh, you can say that, but it's not so easy, right? You have, to, you have to create a sustainable structure to allow that to happen. Uh, we set up nine values, which include accountability, respect, communication, education, organization, uh, it includes passion, it includes um, uh, the, the, you know, these, these things cannot exist without trying and working on them every day. And what we've done is set those up, our, our nine values, to really work into every moment of someone's experience within our company. So when we're sitting down to interview, I'm saying, hi, Hannah, how are you? My name's Alan. We're going to talk about uh, communication mm-hmm. right now. And, and tell me about a time that you had to communicate something that was naturally uncomfortable to you, but you felt like it was the right thing to do. What was it and how did you do it? Uh, another one. That's a great interview question. That's oh, for great. sure. I, mean, I feel you like know? I've never been asked that, and that's. And, and another one like creativity. The mm-hmm. question is, uh, what was the last gift you got for somebody, and why, and when was it? And you know what that tells us is, um, do you think about other people? Mm-hmm. How how easy is it for you to answer that question? Uh, was it last week? Was it last year? Was it ten years ago? Uh, and why did you give that gift to that person? And, you know, we learn a lot about people and with those questions because we, we can really see naturally how people react to them. Um, accountability, you know, when was the last time you had to hold a colleague accountable for doing something wrong? How did you do it? And how did it go? And, you know, these are questions that we have to address in our industry. Uh, and when's, what's a better time to address it than in the interview process when we decide whether or not you're the right person for our team mm-hmm. and whether or not we decide if you will fall into the uh, standards and culture and values that we've set. And if we feel like you don't, it doesn't matter how great of a cook or a sommelier or a server or a manager or whatever. None of that matters. That's all secondary what matters first is if you're the right person. And I think we've seen with Saba since we've opened a, a real shift. You know, we've, I, I think we've set the tone and 
by setting the tone, we've seen people really uh, stand up for things that they feel are right. You know, equality is another one of our values. And what do you do to ensure that everyone's being treated equally? Um, like, what do you do about that? Yeah. What do you personally contribute to that? And if you can't answer that, then we don't have a spot for you in our company. I think that's, I think that's, that's a really great precedent for restaurants in general and having something really concrete to sort of and you're it's nice that you're sort of starting a new project and you can like absolutely structure it and you know what it's been a blessing to have a blank canvas and to start from the beginning not many people have an opportunity to do that our opportunity came through twists and turns um but i think it's about what you do with that opportunity Mm. and what and what you bring to the table after those twists and turns happen. So that's just the recruitment process. Once you're on board, you got to answer to those things. You got to live those things and your evaluation will ask you those same questions. Mm -hmm. And so when we sit down to say, all right, Hannah, you've been with us for 30 days. Uh, Our job right now is to just listen Mm -hmm. to you and ask you if, uh, you know, how has your experience in the first 30 days been at our restaurant? Have we lived up to our promises? Have we met your expectations? You tell us Mm -hmm. and we listen. And then in six months, when it comes time for your evaluation, you have to answer again to accountability, to communication, to organization, to education. These are all questions that you have to say, here is what I've done. And And if you're not able to say in the first six months of my employment with our with our group that I haven't contributed to those things, mm. we're going to reevaluate whether or not, you know, you are the right person to continue working with us. I think that's lovely. And I mean, so many of the conversations that we've been listening to and participating in here at Slow Food have been around um, that, like, without community, without relationships that are starting from a healthy place, like, none of the work that we're trying to do here, bettering the food system, making it more equitable and sustainable, that can't happen without relationships. So no that's, way. that's great. That's super inspirational. Yeah. And I've spent my whole career focusing on other things, mm-hmm. focusing on the food, focusing on the guests, right. focusing on the bottom line, focusing on sourcing of ingredients. Yes, all those things are important, but none of it is more important than the team. Mm-hmm. And uh, once we shifted our focus, once I shifted my focus... Uh, and kind of helped to set the tone for our company along with a, a group of, of amazing people that are all completely bought in to what we stand for, things have gotten so much better. It's been, I couldn't have planned it or predicted it. I mean, it, it's just, you kind of have to just live it and do it and things will turn around. That's fantastic. Well, shifting gears, you have a very snazzy purple t-shirt on, um, advertising New Orleans Finest. That's right. Camellia brand. And you did a a demo earlier today. So what did you put together? I made hummus using Camellia garbanzo beans uh, with ful, uh, Mm. F-U-L, which is an Egyptian um, stewed fava bean dish. It's one of my favorite things in the world. Yeah. And, And so... Like in Israel, one of my favorite things in the world is hummus full. And it's, it's hummus that's topped with these stewed favas that have been cooked with coriander and cumin and onion. Uh, I put some serrano chilies in there to spice them up a little bit. Uh, I also put a lot of fresh herbs like parsley and cilantro. 
Uh, I put a little Tabasco in there because mm-hmm. I love Tabasco and it kicks it up and I'm a Louisiana guy. Absolutely. And uh, we topped that with some roasted garlic cloves and some soft boiled egg and tahini and cooked, and cooked some laffa over coals and a big green egg. And that was what we made earlier. It was a lot of fun. That sounds absolutely delicious. Yeah. Not a bad way to spend your morning. Exactly. And I got to cook with Poppy Tooker, who is a Louisiana treasure. Wow. Yeah. That's fantastic. Um, and yeah, is there any other, any other highlights of your time here at Slow Food? I mean, it sounds like Denver's soon to be, if not already, your second home, but I'd love it to. It already is. Yeah. We, we got a house here. My oh, wife nice. and I brought our dogs up, and we've spent the last month here um, getting Safta ready to open. Uh, we get to head to New Orleans tomorrow for a week, and then we're back to open Safta. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, this, this city is full of optimism. It's still the Wild West. Everybody comes out here <laughs> to put down their flag, yeah. to create something. And I really like that. I love, the, I love that energy out here. And, and we, we love just the, uh, you know, the positive vibes out here. I love it. Yeah, I mean, it's been a, it's been a great trip. We've had so many amazing conversations, this one included, and um, we are running out of time. But I just okay. want to say thank you so much, thank Olam you. Shaya, for coming and sitting with us on this beautiful day. For and, sure. Uh, I'm sorry we won't get to taste uh, what's going on at Safta this trip, but next looking trip. forward to it next time we're in Denver. Yes, definitely. please do. Yes, and thank you again to our sponsors for making this coverage possible: the Julie Child Foundation, Hearst Ranch, and Julie Schaefer. We will be back with more interviews. Uh, Uh, So stay tuned.